0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it was fun while it lasted. Our winning streak came to a close. Yeah, we needed the hockey game to get home between Anaheim and Seattle. But instead of the Ducks covering the number, the Kraken won outright. So we lose that and we lose $118.20 on the day. We also lost in the NBA. Why do I bother to play? We got crushed. That one sailed over the total. In college basketball, we go two and two on the card. We hit Xavier in the Big East. They got it done against UConn. And then St. Bonnie not only covered the six and a half for us, but they won outright at St. Louis. A nice win for the Bonneys there. But the Horizon League, I just roll my eyes. Oakland and Detroit go down for us. So that makes us two and two. We do win in golf. Answer makes the cut. Varner misses the cut. And oh, by the way, we gave that fun fact on Thursday. Varner was a plus 200 something to miss the cut. And that makes the sixth consecutive week that in our matchup, at least one of the two players misses the cut. Keep that in mind for next week. We seem to find somebody that misses the cut. But today is one of my favorite days of the week. It is our mega college basketball card. And we have 16 games on the docket. We're going to lead off in the Big Ten and you know it, it's Michigan minus two and a half over Ohio State. So I'm doubling down yet again. My preseason Final Four team, the Wolverines, they're not done yet. Letdown isn't in the Michigan vocabulary with rival Ohio State coming to town. The Wolverines finally look like the Michigan team that I expected this season, crushing Purdue by 24 on Thursday. The Meanwhile, the Buckeyes are only three and four in conference road games, including a 66 to 64 loss at Rutgers on Wednesday. I'm on Michigan yet again, minus the two and a half over Ohio State. Next up, we stay in the Big Ten and we head to Minneapolis. It is Minnesota minus one over Penn State. So the undermanned Gophers might finally be running out of gas. Two and ten now in the Big Ten losers of five straight in conference, and just six and five at home. Meanwhile, Penn State is four and eight in the Big Ten, one and six on the road, and losers of two straight. By two points at Wisconsin, and by one against Michigan. Heartbreaking losses, needless to say for the Nittany Lions, they are clearly playing the better basketball right now, but with very few winnable games remaining on the Gophers schedule, I think Minnesota makes one last stand this year at the barn. I'm on the Gophers, minus one over Penn State. Next up, we head to the ACC. It is Syracuse, plus eight at Virginia Tech. So trivia question for you. Who are the two teams tied with the longest current win streak in the ACC? Yep, that would be Syracuse and Virginia Tech, both with four straight wins. The Cuses beat Wake Forest, NC State, Louisville, and Boston College. Virginia Tech, on the other hand, they've beat Florida State, Georgia Tech, and Pittsburgh twice. Virginia Tech is the home team, and they're playing much better basketball, but let's remember our rule. Never, ever count Jimmy Bayheim out, even without Jesse Edwards tonight. I'm going to grab the eight with the orange on the road at Virginia Tech. Next up, we stay in the ACC, and it is North Carolina State, minus the one and a half at Pittsburgh. Yep, I'm betting on the last place team in the ACC to win a road game. The Wolfpack are just three and eleven in conference, two and four on the road, and have lost five straight. Pittsburgh, on the other hand, is coming off a win at Florida State. NC State has lost seven of eight since winning at Louisville, but they've been playing the top half of the conference. In horse racing, we call that a drop in class. I think the Wolfpack cover the one and a half in this claiming race today against the Panthers. Next up, we go to the Big 12. It is Iowa State minus five over Kansas State. So remember when Iowa State was the talk of the basketball world, entering their game on January 1st at 12 and 0? Since then, they're only four and eight and just three and eight in the Big 12. This team has wins over Xavier, Memphis, Creighton, Iowa, Texas Tech, and Texas this year. They've now lost three straight, but today they're back at Ames. I expect a strong effort as they attempt to save the season. I'm on the Cyclones, minus the five over Kansas State. Next up on the docket, we stay in the Big 12. It is West Virginia, plus three and a half at Oklahoma State. So I put this game on my card and pulled it off three different times. I struggle evaluating these Cowboys. On one hand, they have wins over Texas, Baylor, TCU, and Oklahoma. On the other hand, they've lost to Oakland, who I do not like anymore. Wichita State have five losses at home and have lost five of six. With Taz back, I expect Huggy Bear to make a run. So I'm on West Virginia, plus the three and a half at Oklahoma State. Now we go to the Big East. Ooh, this is a tough one. It is Georgetown plus four and a half over Creighton. I should be getting more than this. It's been a tough run for Patrick Ewan and the Hoyas this year. 12 straight losses, 0-11 in the Big East, and seven losses at home by seven or more. Their due just isn't a good handicapping strategy. So I'll try to spin it by saying Creighton is just three and four on the road this year, and they've had some ugly losses. I'm reaching here but I'm counting on the pride of Hoya basketball to end the program's longest losing streak in history. Georgetown, plus four and a half is the play. Next up, we go to the SEC. It is LSU minus six over Mississippi State. Well, it's go time for LSU. The win at Texas A&M stopped the losing streak at three. The Tigers have still dropped six of eight and need to prove they can beat someone other than Texas A&M. I'm not sure who Mississippi State is at this point either. They've lost four of five against some really good competition, of course, but they're 0-5 on the road this year and only 1-4 and 4 against the spread. I still think LSU has some upside, so I'm going to back the Tigers one more time, laying the six at home over Mississippi State. Now we go to the Pac-12. It is USC plus two over UCLA. So a top 25 battle in the city of Los Angeles. I'm guessing we'll have a who's who at this game since the Super Bowl is in town. UCLA is nine and three in conference. USC is nine and four in conference. The Bruins are six and two on the road. The Trojans are 10 and two at home. USC though, they're only one and four in their last five against the spread. Meanwhile, UCLA just lost at Arizona, which is understandable. But then they also lost at Arizona State last week before bouncing back against Stanford this week. The Trojans are 20 and four, but they lack that big marquee win. Tonight they get it. I'm on USC plus the two over UCLA. Next up, we go to the Valley. Now it's mid-major time for us. We like Drake plus the two and a half at Bradley. I've said it all season. I'm going to play Drake in Northern Iowa plus points whenever possible in the Valley. That opportunity presents itself again today. Drake is now eight and four in the Valley, losing back-to-back games at home in heartbreaking fashion. The Bulldogs are really good on the road this year. They're six and one. Bradley's nine and two at home. Bradley might be in the letdown spot after upsetting Loyola this week. Drake is looking for revenge after losing by 12 at home to the Braves the first time around. So I'm going to take the Bulldogs plus the two and a half at Bradley. Next up, we go to the Sun Belt. It is App State plus the one and a half over Georgia State. So Georgia State is like that hot dealer against me in blackjack. They've won four or five, including back to back over South Alabama and Coastal Carolina. Beating me both times, by the way. I had to do a double check. App State still leads the conference at 10 and three. They're 10 and two at home and beat Georgia State this year on the road. And yet they're the underdog in this one at home. I may bust out again, but I'm gonna take the Mountaineers plus the one and a half at home over Georgia State. Next up, we go to the summit. It is South Dakota minus the three and a half at Denver. So Denver got off to a great start this year and we backed them many times on this podcast. Of late though, they've struggled losing seven of 10 games, including four games at home during that stretch. The Pioneers have only one conference win over a team with a better record than three and 11. South Dakota completes the sweep over Denver today. I'm on the Coyotes, minus the three and a half over the Pioneers. Next up, we go to the Colonial Conference. It is UNC Wilmington, minus the two over Charleston. So the Seahawks have lost two of three and now they're in danger of losing their grasp on the Colonial Conference. Charleston enters this game five and five in conference, five and five on the road and winners of three straight. The Cougars were favored by eight over Wilmington on January the 17th and lost outright. Charleston might be the better team of late, but their five conference wins have been against Elon twice, William and Mary twice and Northeastern. Those programs are 8 and 17, 5 and 20, and 17 and 7. The Seahawks are 10 and 2 in conference and 9 and 1 at home for a reason. I'm going to lay the two today over Charleston. Next up, we go to the Big South. It is High Point plus one and a half over Campbell. So let's keep this train going for Tubby Smith. His Panthers have won back to back games and are now 9 and 4 at home. Campbell is a half a game ahead of High Point in the conference standings, four and six on the road this year, and beat High Point by five earlier in the year. Today, Tubby's Panthers get revenge over the Campbells. I like High Point plus the one and a half over Campbell. We stay in the Big South. This time it's Winthrop minus seven over Presbyterian. So the Winthrop Eagles are 16 and eight overall, nine and two in conference, 10 and 0 oh at home and winners of three straight. Presbyterian, meanwhile, is three and eight in conference, three and nine on the road, and losers of two straight. Winthrop has won their last three by double digits against similar competition, so I'm gonna lay the seven with Winthrop today in the Big South. Then your final game on the mega card is in the Big Sky Conference. It is Southern Utah, minus the seven and a half at Sacramento State. So Sacramento State is six and 14, Two and 11 in conference, seven and four at home, losers of four straight, and have failed to cover in nine straight games. Southern Utah is 15 and seven, nine and three in conference, and is coming off a loss to Montana. You know, I always like to play good teams coming off a loss. The Thunderbirds are only a game back in the loss column, so they can't afford another slip up on the road. Southern Utah won by 13 the first time against Sacramento State. I expect similar tonight. So I'm on Southern Utah, minus the seven and a half over Sacramento State. So let's recap your mega card for the day. It is Michigan, minus two and a half over Ohio State. We're on Minnesota, minus the one over Penn State. We like Syracuse, plus the eight at Virginia Tech. We like North Carolina State, minus one and a half at Pittsburgh. We're on Iowa State minus the five at or at home against Kansas State. We're on West Virginia, plus the three and a half at Oklahoma State. We like Georgetown, somehow, someway, plus the four and a half over Creighton. We're on LSU, minus the six over Mississippi State. We like USC, plus the two over UCLA. We like Drake, plus the two and a half at Bradley. We're on App State, plus the one and a half over Georgia State. We're on South Dakota, minus the three and a half at Denver. We're on UNC Wilmington, minus the two over Charleston. We're on High Point, plus the one and a half over Campbell. We're on Winthrop, minus the seven over Presbyterian. And we're on Southern Utah, minus the seven and a half at Sacramento State. So that's your mega card for a Saturday in college basketball. Just a reminder, if you want our Super Bowl special edition, We dropped that podcast on Friday so you can go back and get all those plays. But as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you.